0: The so, so. Father Lord Jesus Christ we thank you father for the blood of the lamb of the perfect lamb of God yes lord father we thank you father that we you are not looking at the worshipper but you are looking at the lamb yes. and this lamb has been Hallelujah. declared perfect innocent yes therefore father we can claim the blood yes. the benefits of the blood of Jesus Christ father yes. Where will we be without that blood? Where will we be without that fountain that is flowing? Father, that's where we want to come. There is healing in that fountain. There is strength, Father. There is a change. There is, Father, Lord, the strength to continue moving on, Father. Lord, we thank you for your presence. We thank you for that blood. We thank you for Calvary. We thank you, Father, for the bleeding word that's still washing us, Father, even today, Father. That's where we have found our strength. Lord, we love you. We give you the glory and the honor. Once again, Father, thank you for this presence. Thank you for the testimony. Thank you, Father, for the family Otiano. Thank you, Father, for that miracle. Thank you for what you are doing with your brother. Ron. Ron Father, we, Spencer, we think, we believe, Father, that you are still working for the full restoration, Lord. You are still in control for every situation. As Brother Ed said, you are the healer, Father, and you are the keeper, Father. Lord, we give you the glory and the honor. We continue confessing what is positive. We are looking at the report of Jesus Christ. It's a finished work, Father. Let your name be glorified. Bless your people this evening, Father, whatever need is among us. We just want to commit it to you, Lord. May you come and intervene a special way, Father. Even for the special need that was expressed at the beginning, Father, we look at you as the healer. Continue to work, Father. May you help me to speak. May you help the people to hear. Let the Holy Spirit himself speak and hear, Father, within us. We give you the glory and the honor in Jesus Christ, and we pray. Amen. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Brother Ray and the musicians, and God bless you richly. I greet you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ this evening. Amen. It's good to be in the house of the Lord once again. Amen. Amen. God has been good to us, he spoke to us on last Wednesday and on Sunday. And we thank God for the continuity of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God is faithful. He knows our need. He knows where we are. He's still the discerner of the thought and intent of our heart. Amen. And uh, we just want to continue moving on with uh, the move of the Holy Ghost, the move of the pillar of fire. I invite you to go to the Word of God this evening, those who are here and those who are streaming. So I invite you to the book of Zachariah 13 9. I'd like to continue a little bit on the thoughts that I expressed last time, but a little bit more on the Different direction. Zachariah thirteen nine. Then we'll go to Revelation five after that. Zachariah thirteen nine says, and I will bring the third part through the fire. I will refine them as silver is refined, and I will try them as gold is tried. They shall call on my name, and I will hear them. I will say, it is my people, and they shall say, the Lord is my God. Amen. Like the way it put it, it's not... There are places where say the Lord will be our God, but here it says the Lord is my God. It's a personal relationship and he wants want that personal relationship all the time. Amen. Revelation five, scripture pertaining to our time. I'll read from one to ten says, and I saw in the right hand of him that sat on the throne a book written within and on the backside sealed with seven seals. And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, who is worthy to open the book and to loose the seals thereof. And no man in heaven nor in earth, neither under the earth, was able to open the book neither to look thereon. What a special book it is, amen? It says, and I wept much, John was weeping much, because no man was found worthy to open and to read the book, neither to look thereon. And one of the elders said unto me, weep not. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, hath prevailed to open the book and to lose the seven seals thereof. And I beheld, and lo, in the midst of the throne, and of, and, and of the four beasts in the midst of the elders stood the Lamb as it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven Spirit of God sent forth into all the earth. And he came and took the book out of the right hand of him that sat upon the throne. And when he had taken the book, the four beasts and of the four twenty-four and twenty elders fell down before the Lamb, having every one of them harps and golden vials full of odors, which are the prayers of saints. And they sang a new song, saying, The heart worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof, for thou wast slain and hast redeemed us to God by the blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation, and hast made us unto our God kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. What a promise. May God bless His word. You can have a seat. I'd like to share with you a thought upon our rights. And I'll give it as a title for Fating Our Rights. And claiming our rights. It uh, looks a little bit uh, contradictory, but uh, you'll see right away where the prophet is going that. Prophet says in the bridge between the seven church ages and the seven seals, he says, the seven eyes, eyes mean seeing. Seeing means prophets, seers. This lamb had seven horns, and on each horn had an eye, seven eyes, what is it, Christ and his bride, seven church ages. Says so you see that lamb, you have also to identify there is part of the bride inside. and says there is, what is it, it's Christ and his bride, seven church ages. Out of there were seven prophets that went forth seven seers' eyes. So the last one must be a seer. The prophet knocked on the pulpit two times, as he said, a seer. Note of the editor, all right. Notice he is not an animal. He took the book out of the right hand of him that sat upon the throne. Who was it? The owner, the original owner who had the book of redemption in his right hand. Say, yeah. said, no angel, no angelic being, nothing else could take that place. This bloody lamb walked out and took the book out of his hand. Yeah. If you look at it just from the with, 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 a, with a carnal mind, you might think that oh, this is a, a type to showing Trinity, but the book of Revelation is a book of symbols. It's showing symbols there, but there is only one person doing the work, but it's showing that a different dispensation and showing that it's still the same God doing the work. So he's saying that's not that, uh, that's that lamb is not an animal. He's a a person. He was a person who took the book and he took it from the original owner, and that the original owner is God Himself. And that lamb, we know that the Lord Jesus Christ in the dispensation, as, as, as a man, the Son of Man is in the dispensation, as He came at that statute, at that level, in order to become a kinsman redeemer for us. He had to come our level, He had to come to our level in order to bring us, us up amen he couldn't stay at that level where he was he has to come to the level he even went even lower than us in order to bring us us on the higher level the prophet says oh phew what was it brother this is the most sublime thing in the scripture An act that not an angel not nothing could do it an angel could not do that amen an angel could not do that. An angel have never seen an angel who doesn't understand the redemption. But it, 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 it behooved, it behooved, it required a kinsman, redeemer, could come and suffer and have the pain that we go through in order to understand us, in order to be a high priest who can be touched by the feeling of our infirmities. It took someone who could come to the level where we had. And the prophet would say, the, 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 the virgin birth gave that. The virgin produced that kinsman redeemer. He couldn't sin himself, but he had to come through a woman, but he had to be the perfect blood of God himself, created self, of God, created self from God himself. He couldn't come through sex. He had to be perfect self, but he had to be at the same time God and also at the same time completely a man in order to become at a level. Amen. And it says, And that not an angel, not nothing could do it. And the Lamb came and took it from the right hand of him that sat upon the throne. What is it? Now it belongs to the Lamb. Amen. God's laws required it. Is the one that holds it? God's law required a kinsman, redeemer. And the lamb came out holding it. I am their kinsman. I am their redeemer. I now I have intercession for them. Now I have come to claim the rights for them. I'm coming to claim the right for them, amen. So when we see that sin is there in order to claim the right, amen, for the bride, it says, amen. That's the only one I've come to claim the right, in that they have a right to everything that that was lost, everything that lost in the fall, and I've paid the price. Amen. Aren't you happy that he has paid the price? Amen. Not in part by the full price of our redemption. Oh, praise be to God. The devil has no legal right upon us because the price has been completely paid, fully paid. You just go like in a restaurant where someone has already paid for you so you can go and eat as much as you can because I've already paid for you. You just go and serve yourself. This is mine. This is mine. This is mine. How can you serve yourself like that? Because it is already paid for. The same thing for the blood of Jesus Christ. is not a permission. permission. Permission to sin, but it's a permission for you to realize that you can now ask everything that has already been paid for. Every redemptive blessing for a Christian has already been paid for. He says, Oh brother Few, don't that make you feel religious inside? Not by good works which we have done, but by his mercy. Oh, wait a minute. And them elders and everything has begin to throw off crowns and dignitaries begin to get on the ground. See, no one, no one could do it. And he walks right to the right hand of God and took the book out of his hand and claimed his right. I have died for them. That's why they could sing a new song. It was a song of slavery, it was a song of bondage, it was a song of, of where you, the, the fear of death, it was a song of depression, it was a song of anxiety. But now there is a new song on the other side because he has come to claim our right. because he has paid the price. Now we have a right to have a new song. A little bit like 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 Miriam after after seeing the enemies down there dying the Egyptian dying, she had now a new song. It was not a song of the Egyptian under the the masters, but now it was a new song. They are dead. I'm free. I can work as a Christian. I can have a life of sanctification. I can have a life of victory. I can have a life of fellowship with my God. Why? Because it has already been paid by the perfect Lamb of God. We should never minimize the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. And the prophet continues, he says, And he walks right. And he took the book out of his hand and claimed his right. I have died for them. I am the kinsman redeemer. I am. I am the mediator. My blood was shed. I have become man. I did this in order to get a church back again, the one I foresaw before the foundation of the world. As the last time I said, he didn't come just in order to, you know, to die and, and, and f- people feel sorry for him. No, he came to die for the one he had already, he had already foreseen before the foundation of the world. He's not coming just by hazard, by accident. No, he already had a plan. We were already in his, in his mind. Yeah. We are part of his thought. It's not just the thought. The thought of God is not just we so we said so many times. But the thought of God is not just something. He says, "Oh no, let me think about this person." No, it's an attribute. When God thinks about you, part of his thought is part of Him. Amen. We are part of Him. The bride is part of Him. Amen. Without the bride, is incomplete. Might not understand. I don't understand it, but without without him, without us, is incomplete. Amen. <laughs> because we are part of him. Amen. He says the prophet continues. I have purposed it. I spoke it. It will be there, and nobody was able to take it. But I went down and down it myself. I am the kinsman. I become kinsfolk, and he takes the book. Amen. And who is waiting? And who is waiting there for me tonight? Who is that one church that's waiting there? What else could wait there for you, that kinsman redeemer? Oh my, what a sublime statement or act. <laughs> Praise be to God. So you see, when he comes to claim the right, here he comes as the lion. And the Bible says... John, weep not, because the line of the tribe of Judah has already prevailed. The line of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has prevailed to open the book and to loose the seven seals thereof. No one was even able to look at the book, just to look at the book. If no one was able to look at the book, how much more? No one was even able to touch the book or to open the seals it's not Bada Banam who opened the book, who opened the seal? It was the Lamb himself who opened the book and he gave the revelation to the prophet. Amen. But as he came there to open the book, to claim the rights, and we are already in the process of the second coming of the Lord. I'm not going to go into revelation too much this evening, but I just want to give, I want to make a transition here to God. But as John looked at it and looked at it, and the Bible says, as he looked at it, he's there. he saw a lamb. There stood the lamb as it had been slain. So when he looked at it, he saw a lamb. Amen? Amen. He saw a lamb. And the prophet says, what is about the characteristics of a lamb? He says, I want you to know this, not only that, but he was a willing lamb. A willing lamb. A lamb only has one thing, that is his fur wall on him. But he's a willing lamb. And all that is God is willing to forfeit that, forfeit that. He forfeit his womb. That's the only thing that he has, but yet for your sake and my sake, he forfeits what is God. Now, if we call ourselves lambs, lambs of God, we are willing to forfeit our ideas to follow God. We are willing to, amen. Oh, we are Americans can't be led says, no, oh, sir, we went away to school and we learned how to lead. We can't be led. We learned our PhD or double LD and so forth, and we know all about, and we know how to lead, so the dove can't lead us. So when we've got that kind of an attitude, we can't be led. We've got to lead the people. But God's got one leader from his church, and that's the dove, the Holy Spirit. He is the leader of God's people, the leader, amen, the lambs of the dove. It looks out here, but he is coming to claim the right. He's coming to claim the right, but there is a point that he's showing there. You know, in order to claim, he had to forfeit his own right. He had to forfeit his own right in order to claim our right, amen. He has to forfeit his own right in order to claim to come to the position where he can claim our right, People say a lot of times people say, Brother Branham, that's my American privilege. If I want to dress the way I want to dress, that's right. Men say if you want to take a sociable drink, they sell it out there and there is no law against it. He says, that's my American privilege. He says, if and then he says, that's right. But as a Christian, you'll forfeit your American right if you are a lamb. So the same principle for the master lamb has to come to the same level as ours. Sometimes we ch- jump and, and shortcut the point and we go for claiming, but we have to go to the process of a lamb first. We have to learn to forfeit our own right eh, in order to claim the right. He says that's right says, I want to dress the way I want to dress. says, it's my American. I want to dress the way I want to dress. That's right. Men say, I want to take it. No, that was just right. That's my American right. That's right. But as a Christian, you forfeit your American right if you are a lamb. If you are goat, you won't. But if you are a lamb, you forfeit your right because you are of another kingdom. The dove is leading you. And the sin and the sin is held in the hour of temptation, it held in the hour of death. And when he was in the grave three days and night, the inoculation held, and it says, "On Easter morning, an angel rolled a stone away and the storm, and the Son of God rose again, and is ascended on high." As you can see, you have to fulfill the American right. You have to fulfill the Canadian right. You have to fulfill all your rights. You have to fulfill your ideas. You have to fulfill everything that is pertaining to you in the natural in order to get God's right. And we know that the prophet we know as a message believer, the dove can only come to something. To, to it can only come to a, to a lamb because they have the same nature nature that is matching. The lamb cannot come on a wolf. It cannot come on an animal that is so wild. It can only come on an animal that has the same matching nature. Amen. The dove is coming to lead the lambs. Amen. The prophet will go even deeper and say, the dove is even leading the eagle. Amen. Sometimes we identify ourselves as eagles, and we are eagles. Amen. Eagles, the most powerful animal, the mightiest animal, the mightiest bird is very strong. And Brother Brent went to that, and he put the characteristics of the eagle: so powerful, so great. Amen. But that mighty eagle has to be led by a dove. Yes, we have the dove. It's the principal character character inside there that we can never miss, even in the revealing of the. Sea we must not miss that point of there is a lamb inside there. That's why I believe even in the greatest of revealing of the seals, the prophet started with a simple message. God hides and reveals himself in simplicity. Before he goes in that great message, which is the revealing of the word of God. And the more God is revealing, the more we identify with ourselves. So, revealing of the word is revealing of the bride as well. But don't miss the simplicity. Just to back it up, the prophet says, In the wings of a snow dove, he says, As I raised back like this, my bare shoulders, naked from my waist up, hot, I looked back and there was wrought in, the, in the quartz of the stone, white eagle, just exactly what the vision said that the next message will come forth by. It was so exciting, I ran home. Got a camera and come back to the next day and took the picture of it. It was still there, wrote on the rock, white eagle, dove leading eagle. In the message, humble thyself, the prophet says, you know people want power. Really, they don't know what power is. They don't really know what goes with it. The way up is down always. This is always a check in our walk. We can never listen or hear it enough or more enough because it's always our check in our walk. We are living in a such tremendous time that if we are not careful, we, we, we might be prone to forget this part of the message. We might so because it's so glorious, it's so marvelous, it's so sublime, it's so great, amen. And we are living in that glorious time, but it's based on humility. <laughs> It's based on the simplicity. It's based on the attitude of the heart that is simple. It's based on the heart of the heart that is like a a bleeding lamb. In the great mystery of God being unveiled, as the bride is taking her position, but don't forget the bleeding lamb. As you look to see that lion, he saw still the bleeding lamb, but he was coming to take his right, but don't forget the bleeding lamb inside of it. says if you want power see how humble you can get lord i want power i want miracles i want great things in my life see how humble you can get lord it's not me it's you lord i have no gift it's your gift <laughs> Lord, it's not salvation and my works, it is your grace. All the time, refer always to God. See how humble you can get, how humble, how nothing you can be. That's how great you can be in sight of God. Because we have received one of the greatest, the greatest message ever given to the earth. Because it will produce the rapture. Amen. It says, just get away from. All your worldly thinking and humble yourself before God, then you've got more power than the man that runs all over the building and makes a big lot of noise. See, because you have been able to conquer yourself. He yeah. has been speaking to me lately, maybe that's why I'm sharing with you. God, am I able to conquer myself? My yeah. thought, yeah. yeah. oh, a simple message, brother Moses. Let me just step on your toe one time. Then you realize how simple it is. (laughs) Let me contradict you in public one time. And then see how simple really that message is. Realize, oh God, there is still a lot of work to be done in my life. Oh God, help me to die more. Help me to die more. Because I want this to become life in my life. I want this to become a reality in my life. No matter how, no matter the circumstances, no matter how people trying to talk to me, I still want to become so full of your love. Love that cannot produce, as I cannot produce by myself. It has to be the love of God that comes through the Holy Spirit. You cannot fabricate, you cannot manufacture Agapao love. Agapo love has to be produced through the Word of God, through the Holy Spirit. It's a work of the Holy Spirit. That's why we have constantly to stay on our knees. God, fill me more with more of your love. Because love covers the mistakes of others, <laughs> love has put other people in front instead of yourself. <laughs> love of God is the one that forgives other people. Love of God, one that one that casts fear. Love of God is one that gives us humility. God, give us more of Your love. Amen. It says, continue the same. See because you have been able to conquer yourself and commit yourself to Christ, you see, to humble yourself before him. That's really power. You show me a church that's humble, real humble, not a arrogancy. A church just a sweet, humble church. I'll show you a church that has the favor and power of God in it. The character of the church or the beauty of the church, go ahead of myself, you know the answer. The beauty of the church is not a building. The beauty of the church is the character of the people inside the building. And the character is not a gift given to you like this. It is a victory you have to have. It is a work that you have constantly to go with God. God, continue to mold me. Continue to change me. Continue to circumcise me as we heard on Sunday. Continue to bring me closer to you. That's the beauty of the church. That's the message that we have received. Message is not knowledge. Message is life being changed as brother had preached the other time says remembering i realized that many times i forget so many things so it's not we need to know the word of god but sometimes we forget with our intellectual mind so what the most important thing is the life the life cannot be forgotten if you walk the way you are walking it's part of your life you can't forget your walk it's part of you Says, I'll repeat again a church that's a sweet, humble church. I'll show you a church that has the favor and power of God in it. That's right. That's the thing it takes humility, humbling yourself before God, letting God just work through us. Don't have to make a lot of noise. So just letting God just work through us. And it says again in the wings of the snow dove. So the dove would not have settled on a wolf, his nature is not right. It could not have settled on a dog, his nature is not right. It had to be a lamb. The two natures have to be the same. That's the way we have to be. Our nature has to change from the roaring sinner to the meekness of a lamb. It says, and did you notice the dove led the lamb? And notice the lamb forfeit everything heads to the dove. And look where the dove led him to crucifixion for the sins of us all. Now the dove. God wanted to represent his son. He was represented by the most cleanest and meekest animal on the earth, an earthbound creature. But when God represented himself in heaven, he was by the meekest and most cleanest bird there is in the heaven, a dove. So as you see in the dove, you see the nature of the lamb. As you look at the dove, the more you study the dove, the more you are study, studying the lamb. The more you are studying the lamb, you are studying the dove. So both are going together. And we know that the dove has no goal, The dove has no bitterness. The dove has, doesn't keep any grudge. He can't live with that, otherwise it will die. So it means the lamb has to be the same nature. Because otherwise they cannot be matching, working together. So our nature as well, we must not have any bitterness inside of us. You can't be one day today, you are eating hybrid food here, nice food here at the church, and and after that, you go and eating the garbage from that. No, it's not part of the dove, so it's not part of the lamb. Amen. 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 Now, can you imagine that in order to fulfill real redemption by God, God had to forfeit his own right first. He had to forfeit his right to get married, his right to be praised in glory. And the prophet will go that in detail. He <laughs> says, while you are listening, the most outstanding scripture, one of them that I can think of when Jesus said, Father, Think of it, Father, for the sake I sanctify myself. Think of it, Father, for the sake I sanctify myself. What was he doing? Setting an example. He was a lamb. What did he do? He had a right to a home. He was a man. He had a right to be married. He was a man. He had a right to good clothes. He was a man. But he sanctified himself. He forfeited. If you, you've come down to the corridors of God, he you, 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 you could have come down the corridors of glory, a full-statured man with an angelic band. That would have been an attitude, right? Yeah. Prime Minister coming, oh, a lot of blocked the road and everything. But God came in a so simple place, stinking place. And is that really the God of glory? Oh, yes, it's the God of glory. For what? For redemption? Sure. For the full redemption in that, in that nature, in that state? And sometimes we want to be the greatest one and everything. But he came to the lowest and the lowest. and to the, to the point that people from the world completely rejected him. But he came to the shepherd. Because the shepherd, they have the same. They are like lambs. They have the same stinking thing and everything. Sometimes that's how we have to be with the message. We have to get to that level. We smell like the message. We are part of the message. It's part of us, amen. With all the negative people talking about how hard it might be, it's part of our life. We are like shepherds. We are part of it. That's why he can reveal to us because it's so simple, we have to become (laughs) simple. As one brother preached here, he says, if they tell you, you know, you have to find a great treasure somewhere, you don't have to look at it. They already told you where you have to find it. So you just go there and just open it and take it. The same thing for God. Where do you want to find God? Don't go looking at different things. they already given you a secret. He's hiding in simplicity. So you just go where it's simple. That's where you'll find God. Simple. Yeah. <laughs> right. yes. That's the power of the message. So great, but at the same time, so simple. And people overlook over it. Oh, but I can't understand this grammar. I can't understand. It looks like it's contradicting here. Oh, maybe I have just looked after the 63 and not before 63. And you get confused all the time. People get confused. But it's so simple. Six before 63, say this. I say Amen. After 63, say this. I say Amen. God will fix that for me. If I don't understand, keep moving on. Because you have to see the result in your life. Every revelation you have has to change your life. have to change your life. I was talking with my brother who came here. He's in Montreal now, but came to you just talking and sharing and talking. People at a time when I believed, what about this person? What about this person? Or some people went in this doctrine, some went in this doctrine. So I remind him, You remember, I think you told me or oh, at that time, the revelation that you have, you have to see the result of it by the life that it brings. And most of the people went to the doctrine of Branham, brother Branham being God. Most of them went to adultery, the heavies, and polygamy and things. You see what kind of spirit the revelation brought. But if you stay in the middle of the road, keep moving in the light, and you see the revelation has to change your life. Amen. Continue here. Um it says, when he was the lamb, but he sanctified himself. He could have left, he could have at least been born in a nice clean bed somewhere, and he was born in a manger over a money. Manu vile and a board manger, but he sanctified himself. Why? He was a lamb. See, friends, we got to back the assembly line religion and so forth, and all these things we're getting away from the real thing. Humble yourself, keep humble. Lord, sanctify me. Jesus was training some man that was going to take the gospel to all the world, 12 men. So he lived a sanctified life and forfeited every worldly pleasure for their sake. We ought to forfeit our worldly dressing, our worldly pleasure, and things like that for the sake of the people we are trying to lead to God. The outside world, let the dove come in tonight. Sanctify yourself. That's the dove of real faith will come in and take his abode. I believe that's what Calvary comes to do. Calvary comes to show us that we also need to be living for others. Even dying for others and living for others. The prophet says in the day of Calvary, and one of the messages that I like the most, because it's a challenging message for me. And that's what he does. He does it too. He says, it gives you after that condition his spirit to follow him. And to do so as he did for others who is following on. He was just one man, the perfect man. He gave his life, he made an example for you. Now, what must we do? Now, the first thing I want to say is Jesus never lived for himself. That's right. That's right. That's true. Oh, that's good for Jesus. He never lived. That's good for him. He's good, he's the savior, he's the redeemer, he's, the, he's God. So that's good for him myself, I can live for myself, I'm fine, I'm a Christian, and that's good, I believe the message, so that's good for me. No, 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 (laughs) stop. It says, the first thing I want to say is Jesus never lived for himself, his life was spent for others, that perfectly eternal life. When you say you go to church, you do good things, that's fine, can I repeat that? Sure. You go to church and you do a good thing. That's fine. But when you live your life to yourself, you haven't eternal life. That's right. That's right. Wow. What a challenge, amen. <laughs> so it comes to look to ourselves, God. I want to claim the rights. I want to be part of the rapture. I want all things. But am I ever have the nature of a lamb? Do I live for myself? Do I live for others rather? Eternal life is living for others. It's proved it when he came in the Lamb of God. He lived and had eternal life because he did not live for himself. He lived for others. And you receive eternal life by receiving that day. And you don't live for yourself no more. You live for others. Someone said, how can you stand? Let anybody call you such bad names. You don't live for yourself. You live for others. That you might redeem that man. So he's a kinsman redeemer. You also become part of that redemption. You have to live for others in order for you to redeem that man. You become sons, and the trouble of it is the church has forgotten they were sons. You are a son. You taking Christ's place. You are a son. So don't live for yourself. Live for others. Well, brother Barnum. I can live for this brother because he's sure a nice man. That's not it, brother. <laughs> I'm laughing, but it's good. It's good. I was sharing the, the kids have the, have the book for the Sunday school where there are stories, and sometimes spend time with them and just read. Kind of story. I explain to them what it is, and we make it like a, a drama. go into more details where it comes from, the message, which message, what said. So kind of story, and we went. One, one of my favorite story, which is a real Christian. That real Christian, Brother Vanam, is speaking. He's talking about that lady. That lady who the husband with. Thinking, no, there's no real Christian anymore. You know the story, right? There's no Christian, real Christian anymore. So that there's no real Christian anymore. Their husband, they were drinking and everything. So one, that one of them says, no, 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 stop. There is one. There's one, still one who's a Christian. No, we don't believe. We don't believe that. Say, so come, let's try see that, that there is still one. So they went home and they did all that. They threw the eggs and everything and different things. And that little lady, she was still singing the song. Is there a cross for him, cross for me? And you know that song as is singing. And they tried to make as hard as they could. But she was still keeping, oh, do you want this way? 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 She kept still, oh, God, help me, help me. After they've tried all this, and they went, No, oh, let's go out. And they're struggling, let's go out. So all the other one says, she got it. She got it. She's a real Christian. As we're just reading that, we just felt the presence of the Holy Spirit of almost crying. As the kids there, we start praying. Oh, God, we want to become real Christian like that. We want to become real Christian among us. Father against the mother, the mother against the father, the children. Oh, God, we want to become real Christian like that real Christian woman. Oh, God, help us. And we start praying. Oh, God. And still my favorite story. (laughs) She became a redeemer for the other people. And through her testimony, they became Christians as well. Because they found someone who was a real one. She forfeited all rights. They can step on me. They can do whatever they want. And but all the, the, the nature of, of the spirit to try to boast or the arrogance is completely dying. Then she could claim her husband. She could be then saying, You know, every Sunday I'm claiming my husband. God, help my husband, help my husband, help my, save my husband. He doesn't see the light, save my husband. But God said, No, the way for you to claim the right for your husband to be saved, you need to forfeit your own right first. That was the secret. He says, well, Brother Banam, I can live for this brother because he's sure a nice man. That's not it. Leave for that man who hates you. Leave for that person who would kill you if they could. That's what they done to him. They killed him and he died that they might save them that eternal life. I can tell you sometimes we feel like erasing this part of the message. <laughs> when you are going through trial with someone who's giving hard time, Feel like I won't feel like I have to skip that part because no, 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 I can't leave that part. He's doing that to me. I will show him what it is. No, leave for others. That's the secret to claim your right. Leave for that person. Leave for that person. It will work out right all the time. I Think one sister, or one brother shared that the, the, a, a nice word, a nice attitude will change more than how you think you will handle things on your own. Let God work through the channel that he has provided. It's to forfeit. As a sister, I put it, those rights, there's to be the small rights. Sometimes we focus too much on those small rights. Those are small rights that, that, that Satan gave to Eve. You know, in order for you, you have to become God. You know, you become God. You know the right and the evil. You know the, the good and the evil. So these are the things, you know, in order for you, you have to show, you have to show this. You become great. But God says you have to stay humble. That's where you have your right. That's where Christ is bringing us back. You have to forget about the American right, the Canadian right, the Congolese right, the Zimbabwean right, whoever right, in order to get God's right. Amen. I know there's a second part for our rights, but I don't think I'll get the... Christian right, for saying that, we just stay on the forfeiting the, the negative right. It's when, that's in your bosom, you're facing heaven. It says, that eternal life. When you, that's in your bosom, you're facing heaven then. But you sacrifice your own things, give them up like the sheep give its wool. You look on towards Calvary. I hope this helps you to get in place, the prophet says. That's what the tabernacle, that what all people has got to do is find out what you are, what's the purpose. Church isn't going to church just to play music, sing songs. Church is a place where correction, judgment begins at the house of God. We must reckon ourselves dead and alive to Christ. Then he made the way that we could sacrifice ourselves to his service to follow him. If we follow him, we lead the life that he lived. That's wonderful. You want to become a Christ disciple? Deny yourself. Deny your right, deny your, who you are, deny completely who you are, all your right, I'm nothing, I forget everything in order for me to follow Christ. Amen. Amen. So what is crucified in the same message that day on the calendar? What is crucified with Christ is to live for others. What kind of others? Those who hate you. Those who wouldn't like you, those who would make fun of you, live for them. Be with them. Be with them? Be with them. Love them. Sometimes we don't pray enough because we don't find the challenges in the message enough. We don't want to look where the message is challenging us. No, so I can't. Lie. I can't stay with that. I can't stand that person. That's just my nature. I can't stand that person. And you don't pray. <laughs> you can't stand that person. It's a bad thing. It means you need to pray until God leads you to the place where you can stand that person. Not to accept what the person is doing as bad things, but you, if the person is there. It doesn't trigger anything negative in you. I still love him the way I loved him. Even he said after that, it hurt me. It hurt me. I prayed about it. But I still love that person. If you can handle it, you know, what you said the other day, it hurt me. But, you know, I forgave you and everything is fine. Keep, let's move on. Brother Andrew, God bless you. It was a good message. I needed that myself. And, you know, sometimes we want to claim the land. We have to go to circumcision. (laughs) Amen. We have to go to circumcision. Amen. Amen. It says, God has promised that He will fight for us. His promise is for Israel. The Deuteronomy 23, 4 says, Shall say unto them, He, O Israel, He approach this day unto battle against your enemies. Let your heart faint, let not your heart faint. Sorry. Fear not and do not tremble, neither be terrified because of them. For the Lord your God is he that goeth with you to fight for you against your enemies, to save you. That's why Joshua could stop in the middle of the battle and he realized when 16 died because it was a promise to him. God is with me. How come there is, how come people are dying? How come there is something wrong? Sin must be there. There is something stopping this, is the blessing of God. So let's stop. Let's find out what is the problem. We have to come to the, because God's promise can never fail. So we have to come to that point. Because God gave the promise that you will fight for them, He will be with them. As Joshua 1 9 says, have not commanded thee, be strong and of a good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismissed, for the Lord thy God is with thee. With so thou goest, he will fight for you. Amen. Amen. But how many times do we stop him fighting for us? And the prophet says. Why do we fear, my? If God be with you, who can be against you? You know, it's written in the Bible, it's better than a millstone was hanged at your neck and drowned in the depth of the sea than to offend these that believed in me. These signs shall follow them that believed in me. Touch not my anointed. Do my prophet no harm. But the prophet continues, says, if you fight, God can fight. Stand still, let God fight. He will bring it to pass. Amen. He will put every critic, everything to shame. Do you believe in brethren? Let's settle down to faith. Sometimes we want to handle things on our own. John thought that you could handle everything on your own. Jesus Christ, you see, we are preaching, we are preaching. They don't believe. We are preaching. I keep telling my husband about the message. He doesn't believe. I keep telling my children about the message. They don't believe. So I have to force on them. I have to. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't fight this battle the way you are fighting it. <laughs> Shall I stand fire upon them and destroy them all and put them? No, 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 no. You don't know what kind of spirit is animating you, John. Yeah. I didn't come here to destroy, I came here to give life. Yeah. Sometimes we are fighting our own ego for a right uh, instead of forfeiting our own ego right uh, in order to save the other one. You are claiming the right of salvation, the right of redemption, the right for healing, but you have to forfeit our own ego right first. Uh, and then we can go to the channel of praying really for the right for what we need for the Bible. Amen. Me that had the same problem. you might just allow me to go this way. Brother Banam, Rebecca has to obey, and Rebecca has to follow, and Rebecca has to submit. Brother Banam says, we did our part. We tried. But now we have to commit it to God and just keep moving on. Right. You know how we love her. She needs a friend. She needs someone. Just be nice and then be your friend. That's the way to draw us. She clack. She, clack is French, but you understand what it is. Plug the door. <laughs> B- slang or bang something. Yeah, okay. Then Brother says, where she went, she didn't do what she wanted to do because she saw so love being expressed. If you allow me to say that maybe Sister Mida was just claiming her own right as a mother and everything, the ego part, the natural part. But the said, no, forfeit that right for a while. Then you can claim her under God's right yeah. and she will be back and she came back by God's grace yeah. the prophet will repeat the same principle again that's way it is anything as long as you are going to do it if someone talks about you and you talk back about them God can't fight your battle you're fighting it yourself. Simple prayer. Because you want to talk back. You want to show that you are right. You want to show that this is my place. And everything naturally has to. No, no, no. no. God then leaves. Oh, you are fighting your own fight. Okay. I can't fight for you. But if you express love, if you express praying, then God is working on scene that sometimes you don't see. But it's still working as you are praying. God is working. The most powerful weapon that God has given us is prayer. Amen. Amen. Prayer is like a bomb. A bomb sometimes when it, it, it explodes, the effect continues many years later. Sometimes we can even we can even be passing, but for our kids, the same prayer will bring the effect later. Go to Nagasaki and Hiroshima, they still have the effect of that bomb that fell on that day. It's still going on their children. Now think about the power of the prayer. If you express the prayer of God, you might not be there, but the effect of it will continue to generation and generation and generation. And they will come back. You don't need to fight that fight yourself. God will fight for you. You forfeit all your ego, all your things, all your being right, all show off and everything then God will express that. says, if someone talks about you, you talk back, and you talk back about them, God can't fight your battle. You're fighting it yourself. Just let loose and let him do it. Just commit him to him. The greatest weapon that I know of a Christian today is a committal to God. When you can't do nothing about it, just commit it to him. And God will take care of it. Don't you believe that? Yeah. So while I'm away and overseas, if God willing, I'm going to depend on new people to be praying for me. Revelation 5, they have to take those, those golden vials full of orders which are the prayers of saints. In this time of revelation, this time of claiming the rights, don't forget the power of prayer. Amen. Amen. If I can just give another example here. Then maybe I'll close with that. Not long ago, we were going together across the country and said to me, Brother Barnum, you know my wife don't believe in this. I said, Every night when I go to church and come home and said, she just started bawling me about when I hit the door. And she said, I get hurt by the hand and she's little and I hold her. And I try to cast the devil out as hard as I can. In other words, he's going to claim his right. This is God's right. You have to be saved in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Claiming the right. <laughs> says, "You are doing it in a wrong, wrong way. That's not the way to claim the redemptive's right upon your wife. That way it doesn't work. It's the wrong way." says says, "I try to cut the devil out and say, "Devil, you come out of my wife, devil, you come out of my wife. Honey, you are possessed with the devil. Come out of there, devil." Oh I said, that's fine. Brother Fendler but you got it the wrong way. He said, well, how do you do it? I said, well, when you come home, buy her a box of candy, <laughs> it means fulfill a little bit of your ego, right? Humble yourself a little bit, go buy her candy, show love, give it to her when you come in at the door, put your arms around her, I said, that's the way you cast out a devil? brother." <laughs> I'm love casts out fear, doesn't it? Love. Friends, the whole world is dying for love. That's one of the greatest things that we leave out of our Pentecostal blessing. Too much of it is love that makes it together. The motto that makes gift, and all the things of God operate perfectly is love one for another. This will all men know that you are my disciples. is the love of God. Musicians can come. Go to the other part next time. But it says, when the abstract has come, the prophet says, it struck off, omitted everything. I'm an abstract holder, Then, Amen. But assure the spirit that raised Christ from the dead, I have abstracted you that I'm part of the body. With the abstract of the Holy Ghost, making that body of God live out exactly like it did in him as he promised in the last day, the abstract. All my sins are struck out. All your sins are struck out. By the blood of Jesus Christ and the Holy Ghost is come as an abstract to the title deed that God give me by grace. By foreknowledge, oh my, what you scared about. No wonder I said, fear not, I am he that was dead and alive again. And I'm alive forever and I have the keys of death and hell. Don't worry about nothing, even death. I'm going to hurt you, notice beautiful rising of the sun. But I just i have go to a transition, but I want to remind you again. The battle is not your battle, it's the Lord's battle. As long as yourself, you put it to make the battle between you and the other person, the you with the circumstances, God can't fight for you. You have to put the battle between God and that thing. That's why God, as a prophet, will say, I put the blood between you and this sickness. I'll put the blood between you and the devil. I'll put the blood between you and the circumstances. It's not you fighting it. It has to be God fighting it. And you have to stay just committing to God. God, I believe your word, I obey your word, I testify, I will confess, I will believe your word, and God is going to fight for you. In all the example of the Bible, it was not the people who were fighting their own battle, it was God coming on the scene and fighting on their behalf. Amen. We can see for David, it was not his battle, it was the Lord's battles. Even told Goliath, it is not me fighting against you, it is the Lord's battle fighting against you. I will be in this today you will be dead because it's the Lord's battle Amen. Amen. So for all our circumstances May God help us Not to look through our eyes But to look through his word And God help me to humble myself And to let your word work And commit it to you Just believing that you are working If you have to say something Give me wisdom to say it in the right way If I don't have love Give me first the love of God in my heart in order to handle that situations, help me, Lord, for every situation, first the love of God to be there, then you'll see God work it out. Amen. Do you love the Lord? Amen. A small principle, but it can help us a long way in many situations. I was thinking of that song. Um, Our great heart. Where's the song? leader? <laughs> Okay uh, above all power, above all mm. above all power, above all kings, above all nature and all creation. i